Hey world, welcome to my podcast. This is episode five, which means if I can get through this one unscathed, uh, if I'm comparing my podcasts to the amount of Super Bowl rings that Tom Brady has, then that would make me the greatest podcaster of all time. Um, I don't want to jump the gun, but you know, we're just getting into it now. So I have a lot of time to go. So let's just say this is episode five. Uh, I do have a couple shows I need to announce, not announce, but just let you guys know about this Saturday. I'll be at the Nick in Birmingham, Alabama, actually my first trip to Alabama, which is going to be pretty sweet. I'm with a band called Roanoke, which I'm really looking forward to their set. Then June 12th, I'll be back in Chicago at Uncommon Ground. Um, and June 13th, I'll be at Driftless Books in Viroqua, Wisconsin. Then I'll be back in Chicago the 14th for a private party. And then I will be uh, hanging out there for the weekend seeing Alan Stone, which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, that'll be fun. Also, as always, each episode is brought to you by Dude Stoke, the lifestyle brand. If you're interested in seeing the merchandise that we have or just seeing what the brand's all about, you can visit uh, the Instagram account at your Dude Stoked. That's Y O U R E, Dude Stoked. Um, and for any other dates where you can see me or the band, uh, you can visit rosslivermore.com. And uh, if you're interested in letting me know, giving me some feedback about the podcast, you can email me at heyworldpodcast at gmail.com and give me some suggestions for songs I should be listening to or talking about, some books to read, and any of that information. Uh, cool. All right. So here we are, Hey World, Episode 5. Let's do it. And here we are, episode five of Hey World, my podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks to everyone who's rated and shared it and sent. I've gotten a bunch of texts with people who have listened and said they're digging it. So thank you so much. This is a work in progress, as it always is with these type of things. So I'm really excited. It's fun for me to do it. It's fun for me to talk about songwriting and, and what I have going on in my life. I have Tina right here. For anyone who's tuning into the Instagram feed, where is she? There she is, the queen, Tina the queen. She's coneless. She uh, had eye surgery, and we finally took the cone off her head, so she is just a full, full-blown regular dog now, which is exciting for her. I think she's kind of pumped. Now she's just lying down on the ground. Anyway, yeah, that's Tina the dog. Um, but yeah, thank you to everyone who's been sending out some kind words about the podcast. Like I said, I'm just figuring it out and uh, it's getting better. I think every every episode is getting better and better. Um, I'd like to give a big shout out, as I always do, to some friends of mine who are doing great work and cool things uh, to an Instagram page called at the nitty pirate. So this page is run by a friend of mine who actually is a person I knew in high school and when I was a freshman, Emma was a senior. Her name was Emma Noworski then. Now it's Emma Prophet. And Emma, she knits. She knits sweaters, hats, all sorts of cool stuff. And she also has a podcast called The Nitty Pirate. And she talks about just like her her career as a professional. I don't know. I don't know what it is. A professional knitter. Um, but man, the stuff that she makes is so cool. 
And I know I'm definitely going to be getting some stuff from her for the Griff for Christmas. Um, but yeah, actually a funny little fact about Emma, the nitty pirate, not Emma, the Griff, is Emma took me to her senior semi-formal when I was a freshman. And, you know, as a freshman, you get to go to like a senior event. It was, it was weird, but it was cool, you know, and I actually... Up here on my bulletin board, I have a, I still have, <laughs> I still have our prom picture or semi-formal picture, um, which when I post about this tomorrow, I will post that picture of Emma and I at our, at her senior semi. So you can take a look at my bleach blonde hair and my terrible Doc Martin shoes. She looks great. I look like a total dork. Um, but anyway, yeah, so she has this Instagram page where she's just making all these awesome clothes. And if you guys are interested, I know it's not the season for um, a nice knitted sweater, but you should contact her and, and at least check out the page and check out what she's making. I think all the stuff is super, super, super cool, super cool. And uh, she's doing great work. So yeah, check out at the nitty pirate on Instagram. And uh yeah, you're killing it, Emma. I'm watching. Uh, yeah, so that's good. That's exciting stuff. Um, this is a bit. It's great. It's Monday for me. Uh, this is gonna. It's Monday for everybody in the world. Uh, but yeah, this episode is gonna air tomorrow. But last week was a super productive week for me, and that was good. I just got back from a trip up to Ohio. With my travel partner Trevor Larkin, we did a couple shows up in Cleveland and in. Uh, Newport, Kentucky, which is a suburb of Cincinnati. And it's great. It was just, um, it's getting better. That's the cool thing about like regularly hitting these markets is people are starting to take notice and people are coming out and that's what you want. You know what I mean? It's not like you're going to go and go back to a market and bring 50 to a hundred people. It's like, you'll collect some Instagram accounts and maybe a couple phone numbers and text those people. And you know, this time I think 10 people came out that had seen me before, which was, that's a victory. And hopefully next time when I get back there in August, 20 people will come. And that's, that's the goal. It's a slow burn. And, uh, we're, we're just, I think the key with most things, especially with being a, a now touring musician is just consistently hitting cities again and again and again, and being cool and, and taking care of the bartenders there and the staff and treating people the way you want to be treated. It's like you just talk to them. You know, it's I, th I think I see some artists who are just like, man, I'm just touring and they're jaded with the whole thing. And they just don't realize the actual purpose of playing, which is connecting with people. And that doesn't mean like with just your songwriting. It means with just the actual conversation and connecting with people in a way that uh, is effective and is real to your music and your story. So I don't know. It's just been inspiring to continually hit these cities and, and have people come back, which is really cool. And yeah, so we did that. We did a couple shows. I played at the hotel. I do a hotel gig here in Nashville um, once a month at the Four Points Brentwood Sheridan. Uh, and it's it's great. It is one of those gigs that I love doing and it's a good financial uh, stability gig for me. So I'm able to do all these recordings with uh, Paul and Phil and, and, and book studio time and continually have, having money coming in so we can do cool stuff 
with our music and regularly put out music. So I'm, you know, this gig would be a pain in the ass for most people if you view it as a pain in the ass gig, but it's not for me. It's, I don't know. And I think that, that, that happens a lot here in Nashville where people move here to, to be musicians and to be famous and they don't respect the jobs that they have currently that provide them the freedom to us to, to be an aspiring musician. They don't, I don't know, you, you go to a restaurant and you know, you get a dick waiter who's like, I'm a songwriter. And it's like, yo, you realize at this point, this job is paying your bills and allowing you to be a songwriter. And, uh, I don't know these types of gigs. I've heard people bitch about and bitch about so much. And it's like, this gig provides me the opportunity to do the things that I love to do, which is write music and record music with my friends. So I love that. And uh, I get to do it twice a month. It's every second Tuesday and Wednesday. And uh, the Griff is on the live feed. Hey, um, uh, how's school going? One of, the, one of the components I'm adding to this podcast now is doing the first segment as a live Instagram feed. And I can see who's joining the conversation, which uh, Emma, who is a, my girlfriend and who has been, I think she was on episode two popped in she's popping in from time to time she's on the instagram feed so she hates the fact that i'm calling her out but anyway um yeah so i do this gig at the four point sheridan and there is a guy who works the front desk and i do two sets a night so four sets total every single set he comes over and throws a couple dollars in the tip jar and he does that in front of everybody just to let the other people in the audience know that they can tip and that's, that's an okay thing to do. And I've never gotten his name. I thank him every time, but I've never actually sat down and talked to him. Um, but this guy working the front desk at four points, Sheridan, um, whoever you are, I'll see you next month and I'll get your name and I'll say thank you. But I don't know. I, that, that's the type of thing that as a musician, it just, it's, it's such a small little act of kindness for me. And I, it's just one of those things that I, I, I appreciate so much where just someone, you know, they give you a tip and it inspires other people to tip you. And, and that's, that's your gas money for the gig. And it, I don't know, it's just, it's a little small act of kindness that goes much farther than I think he realizes. So, uh, that's, that's great. Um, so yeah, I did four gigs last week. We did the two, I did the two hotel gigs. I did the two gigs up in Ohio with Trevor and, uh, we went kayaking yesterday. I, I, and sometimes when I do these trips or do you do like a little day off thing? I, I stress out cause I'm like, man, I should be doing so much more work and you know, there's so much to be done and we got to get this album ready, but I don't know. You, you need to take a day off and for me, I had, a, I feel like I had a productive week and rewarding yourself sometimes with just like a mental day where you can just get on the river and, and drink beers and eat Chinese food, not on the river. We got Chinese food after that'd be a little weird if I was just like eating a, a, a box full of lo mein in a kayak. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we, we went kayaking and there's something about being in Tennessee in the heat on the river just this time of year in Tennessee is just such a special time. And uh, maybe it's because I hit the vape pen. 
a couple times on the on the kayak but we were just like floating down the river and you look to the you know the side and there's just horses right on the river and you're and you're going through a, there's there's a farm and there's just people hanging out and there's just nothing that could ruin it's those times i don't know it like recharges you up to to have a productive week so uh, me and the griff and and dan my roommate we uh just just partied partied on the river and uh did a little too much party and had too many bl smoothies as the griff says so i did a nice long run today and worked it all off so yeah that was that was my weekend and uh my week last week and hopefully i am able to just have another productive week someone's home in the house i don't know who it is hello Hey, um, do you want to come in for the podcast? Say hi to everybody. What? You want to come in for the podcast? Come on. Say hi. 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 Well, what is How was your day? It was good. I'm tired. You're tired? Yes. How come? You got some cola. I look at my feet. I know. Come talk into the mic. No, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling them about our kayaking trip. Cool. It was fun. And the horses? I told him we saw some horses, drank some Bud Lights. Wild day. It was a wild day. You heard it here first, everybody. (laughs) She's taking a nap. (laughs) Galen Verney, the other, um, the other half of Dude Stoked, is on the Instagram feed, everybody. And he says vape pens are also very Dude Stoked. Actually, John Hartnett, my cousin, who uh, this is a great segue because I'm going to be talking about the song that I sang at John and Jean's wedding. Let's stay together. Um, But John's mom, Patty, for the longest time thought getting dude stoked meant getting high. (laughs) So she's like, what are you going to go get dude stoked with all your friends? And it's like, Patty, that's not what it means. It's a lifestyle. Um, If we were going to go get high with our friends, we would just say, we're going to go get high with our friends. Um, So yeah, anyway, with that said, I'm going to get into a song And the song I am going to talk about, we're going to stick to the, uh, I'm going to play this one. We're going to stick to the theme of me playing the songs. But it's a song that I sang at John and Jean's wedding uh, by the Reverend Al Green, Let's Stay Together. So the song I'm going to be talking about this week, like I said, is Let's Stay Together by the Reverend Al Green. Now, uh, I actually played this song at my cousin Jonathan Hartnett and his now wife, Jean Hartnett, at their their wedding. And I think that, I don't know, five years ago, six years ago, something like that. Um, But yeah, I, I remember playing it and I learned it and I learned the chords off of some YouTube, you know guitar lesson thing and uh i definitely played it differently than i currently play it today um now i just kind of stick with the chords but yeah this song it was it was it went well i think i didn't forget any of the words it was a decent performance and one of the things i remember about that performance (laughs) of this song was that i started playing it and the whole family and um the capness family who I think there's probably like 30-ish cousins. So when my dad, basically, long story short, when my dad married my stepmom, 
Um, he married into the Katniss family, which is a legendary fa- family in Salem, Massachusetts. And um, so anytime there's a Katniss wedding, it is just a, a rager. It's a big party. So um, tons of people. And I remember playing the song and everyone started clapping on one and three, which if you are familiar with music, especially soul music, um, <laughs> you you can't do that. It's It's a big no-no. So... I remember thinking in the moment, I'm like, God damn it, these people are all clapping on one and three, and this is just the whitest version (laughs) of this song ever. Um, How can I flip the beat? And I've seen videos of like, there's a there's a popular one going around of Harry Connick Jr. uh, playing a song, and he and he flips the beat when everyone starts clapping on one and three. And I thought about doing it in the moment, and I don't think I would have done it successfully. At that point, I think now if people started clapping on the one and three of a song, I might be able to like mentally find a good place to flip the beat. Um, but who knows? It's never happened. And that's why you see these videos of people who do it and they're pros and it's it's good. But I, I remember I'm like, I just I just got to let this one ride. Um, so I played the song and it was a great wedding. And um, the reason why I picked this one this week is because. Uh, John and Jean now have a baby boy named Wesley, who is the cutest baby. Um, and let's be real. There's a lot of ugly babies on Instagram. (laughs) So Wes is not one of those babies. He literally is the cutest baby I've ever seen. Um, and this past weekend was mother's day. So shout out to all the moms out there, especially my mom and my nan. I love you. And, uh, yeah, so I just thought about this song and playing it at their wedding and now their baby boy is turning one and it's interesting. We've played a a good deal of weddings and a lot of these couples now have, have babies and it's, it's fun to, to watch, you know, cause you, you spend some time with them and you talk to them about their wedding and then, um, you play it and then years later they start to have kids and they have a house and it's just, it's, it's a really fun thing to watch um, when you you know you play at someone's wedding and it's a special thing and then you see their family kind of grow and it's, I don't know, it's nice. It's nice, especially with John and Jean because we're related and I see them as much as I can when now that I'm in Nashville and they're still back home. But I thought about uh, Mother's Day and I thought about this song and, and their wedding. So I figured I would uh, play this one. I'm not going to get too much into like the theory behind it. Everyone knows Al Green's the shit and... Um, he plays, you know, there's some, there's some wacky changes in there and he leaves the key. And, um, that's one thing that I like about soul music though, is that you can leave the keys and you don't have to play the traditional one, one, four, five, six chord progressions. And the, the melodies are a little more interesting to me. And, um, Al Green is one of the best, uh, to ever do it. So hopefully I can do this one justice. This is going to be, let's stay together by the Reverend. I'm so in love with you Whatever you want to do Is alright with me And you make me feel so brand new 
And I want to spend my life with you. Let me say that since, hey, since we've been together, Loving you forever I just can't deceive And let me be that one you come running to And I want to spend my life with you Let me see that song man <laughs> clapping on one and three god damn it don't do that people <laughs> it's fine it's it's totally fine but yeah to john and gene and to wesley hartnett you guys are killing it um yeah al green one of the great soul singers of of the genre um just so many good songs so much good music. I know on Sundays he actually, which is something that is on my bucket list. He, like I said, the Reverend Al Green, he's actually a Reverend and he does um, services every Sunday in Memphis. And I am close, three hours away. So I think sometime this summer, I'm going to go to a Reverend Al Green service. I think that would be an amazing, an amazing thing to see. So yeah, that's Let's Stay Together. And why don't we get into a show? And like I said, I was just up in Ohio and I was playing shows. So the show I'm actually going to talk about the performance is one that I was 
the opener for. I'm going to talk about Brother Smith and Sean Whiting. It was Brother Smith's uh, CD release party that I performed on up at the Southgate House Revival up in Newport, Kentucky. So let's get into that. Brother Smith's CD release party at Southgate House. So yeah, I got the opportunity to play on um, the Brother Smith album release party up at the Southgate House Revival in Newport, Kentucky, and it was a great show. I actually met those guys, so I've been working with a company here in Nashville called AGD, and it's just like a day-to-day management, task management company, and they've really been pushing me to get on the road more, so um, they have some good systems in place, and they... uh, when I mentioned I wanted a tour, they kind of dialed in a system on how to do tour research and you're finding like, um, venues and bands and festivals. And it's just like a, a, a good way to get yourself on the road and start playing with local artists. And, um, when I was doing some research in Cincinnati, I found this band brother Smith and they're some, they're young guys and they're just playing a ton of shows and they had a really good video out called, um, I think it's for their song, called happy tune um but yeah they're great so i hit up their guitarist jack and we were back and forth um and played some shows together so i went down or excuse me i went up and played a show with them back in november at a club called octave and then they were down here in december on my cd release party for this is not forever then I went back up and played a solo set at Jet Age Records in Covington, Kentucky with Wes, the singer. And we've just kind of been like a back and forth show swap band, which is good because you get a lot of these bands that you try to swap with. And um, it's rare that bands actually, you know, hit you up about trading. You know, you hop on a show and they're like, yeah, we'll get to Nashville sometime. And, and it's rare that people actually do. And I think just getting on the road is is a tough thing and it's it's financially hard to do and um it's just nice when you see a young or just like any hungry band who's just willing to to swap and actually like put the money where the mouth is and and actually do it so i really respect those guys so they gave me the opportunity to play on their release party which was friday and it was just great um so I opened the show with Trevor on guitar. We did a 35-minute set. And then Sean Whiting played second, who actually at that octave show I mentioned, Sean was on that show. And um, talk about just a powerhouse vocalist. Just this dude can belt like nobody's business. And um, he is just great. And one of the things I really like about Sean is that he is just like a Kentucky musician through and through. And when I say that, like, I didn't really know the history of songwriters from Kentucky um, until I really moved to Nashville. And it is just crazy, this legacy of songwriters from Kentucky. Like, I mean, the the, the ones that are famous today are like Sturgill Simpson and Chris Stapleton. Um, but you get Ricky Skaggs, Loretta Lynn, Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy. Achy, <laughs> trying to sing the song, but I don't know it. Achy breaky heart, obviously, and you get you get Miley. But then I just looked up um, some other ones that I didn't know, 
and you get who is it? My my mouse is not working. Brian Littrell, which if you don't know who that is, he was the handsome hunky guy from Backstreet Boys along with Kevin. Brian and Kevin from Backstreet Boys, which is good. Winona Judd, I don't know too much by her, but I've heard the name. Jim James, Yimmy James, uh, and the list just goes on. So, um, yeah, Sean Whiting is Kentucky through and through, and he's, he writes like it and, and sings like it, and he's just a badass dude. Um, just like Brother Smith, they're all northern Kentucky guys. And, um, yeah, the two brothers, Wes and Aaron, um, kind of front the band, and Aaron is like a multi-instrumentalist fiddle mandolin all sorts of stuff and Wes also is a multi-instrumentalist and just great writer has one of those like James Taylor effortless approaches to music he just picks up a guitar and just like it flows it just works he can just do it and he plays piano and sings and I always envy people like that Phil the cheese is kind of like that he just sits at a piano and can just like go um and it's just very uh it's just like second nature and I, I feel like that happens a lot with people who come out of musical families. They're just like surrounded by it from the day they're born until the day they reach the professional world. So they can just pick up a guitar and play. And I've always, I envy people like that because I feel like <laughs> I don't, I never got that bone. Um, but yeah, Wes and Aaron and then their rhythm section, Flint and Brogan, they're just solid, great guys. Um, and they have sax, Eric, who mountain bikes and we always talk about maybe hitting the trails at some point if it works out and then uh jack their guitarist who is kind of like the person who who i contact about shows he he's um the organized person of the group i would say uh he's great first time i played with him i actually stayed at his mom's house <laughs> and we uh got late night pizza and yeah they're just a great bunch of guys and they remind me, I think one of the reasons why I really like them uh, is because they remind me of the earliest forms of the RLB um, back when we had sax and a couple guitars and we were just kind of, and that I mean no disrespect when saying that, it's just um, they just came out with their first full length and uh, the parallels between their universe and the earlier stages of um, the RLB seem to be kind of moving forward uh at the same way even though they are doing they're they're just they're playing great shows and writing great songs and i really love those guys and they had a great turnout um so congrats to brother smith on the release of their new record called drink the river which uh when we were kayaking yesterday i avoided actually doing that because i might have got sick i decided to instead drink some BL smoothies and eat turkey sandwiches. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, brother Smith. Yeah. Check out their album, uh, drink the river. It should be on Spotify soon. Um, but congratulations to those guys and Sean Whiting. It's always great to play with you and the band. And that is the show that I am talking about or ha have just finished talking about. So anyway, thank you guys so much. Hey, we made it. Episode five is over, which means dun, 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 five podcasts, five Super Bowl rings. I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to imply it. But I mean, if five Super Bowl rings means you're the greatest quarterback of all time, <laughs>
and I have five podcasts. I mean, you know, that's, that's just kind of, I'll let you make up your mind on that one. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast this week, episode five, um, for all other dates that I'll be playing solo or with the band, visit rosslivermore.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and share it. Maybe give it a rating if you dig it. Um, also big shout out again to at the nitty pirate, Emma Prophet, you're killing it. Um, Al Green legend got to sing that song at John and Jean's wedding. An early happy birthday to Wesley Hartnett and a late happy Mother's Day to Jean and to all the mothers out there um, near and far. If anyone's listening and they didn't do anything for their mother on Mother's Day, then shame on you. Um, Happy Mother's Day. There should be 365 Mother's Days as far as I'm concerned. Um, And to Sean Whiting and Brother Smith, you guys are killing it. Um, and to Trevor Larkin, who did this last run with me, uh, I will always love you. And don't forget to check out his new podcast, actually, called Trevor Talks and Listens. I will be a guest on next week's episode, I believe. And, um, yeah. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Have a wonderful week. And, uh, that's it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.